You're listening to The Intentional Podcast, co-hosted by Caitlin and Mackenzie. We hope you enjoy today's intention. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, Um, friends. (laughs) We are here with Lauren. Lauren and I know each other from a brief work stint that we did together um, during the COVID ages. So it was kind of funky because we were like in and out of the office. So um, our paths (laughs) crossed once in a while. um, But I just knew um, she was very good at what she was doing. The nutritional knowledge that poured out of her brain whenever I had to ask her a question (laughs) was insane. Um, And so we're talking like how to be healthy here for our kiddos. And Mackenzie and I do not have kids yet. We don't, guys. And that's why we bring in the experts, right, Caitlin? We always love to, you know, we like to think that we know what we're talking about, but we bring in the professionals for a reason, guys. (laughs) Yes. So we will let Lauren um, introduce herself and share a little bit about her business before we dive into asking her all the things. So <laughs> go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> so excited to be here. I um, love getting the chance to, to kind of chat about this topic, um, which is kind of being intentional about what we're giving our kids. Um, a little more about me, though. First, uh, <laughs> I am a wife, a mother of two, an entrepreneur, a food scientist, and um, I like to say like chaos coordinator, but I'm pretty much a creator. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> a lot going on in my life. Uh, but as Caitlin said, um, you know, our lives kind of cross paths briefly. Um, and I am like so taken aback that you said that you, you thought I had so much nutrition knowledge. I love hearing that. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, and and uh, so basically, why I started uh, my company, which is Ubi's, uh, Ubi's Mix is what I call it, but it's Ubi's LLC, <laughs> uh, was to create a cake mix for kids that didn't have any added sugar, added salt, um, no artificial anything in it. And um, this all started when my son turned one and I could not find a single thing out there like it. If it didn't have sugar, which, you know, sugar, um, table sugar, you're like table, I don't know, cane sugar, um, yeah. it, had, it had sugar alcohol, erythritol, something like that, allulose, which is pretty new out there, or it had non-nutritive sweeteners, so stevia, monk fruit. And we just don't have enough on those ingredients to say they're safe for our kids long-term, introducing mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. while they weren't around kids. So... Um, I, I was finding all of that and, and nothing that was just sweetened with fruit, just a cake mix sweetened with fruit. How simple. Um, right. I went on Amazon, Target, you know, like every single store I could think of Woodman's, which is like a humongous, um, grocery store chain here in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> but nothing. So I kind of set out to make it myself had this like aha moment where, um, you know, I I was like looking at all these recipes on Pinterest and Google. And I was like, why hasn't this happened? (laughs) I could do this. (laughs) Yeah. I have the knowledge to to do this. I've been a food scientist for, it was probably like 13 years by then. Um, You know, I help 
I helped people create their own food items for years. So mm -hmm. you know, I just I I like kind of stewed on it for a couple nights and asked my husband, like, what do you think? He's like, This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And like you said, Lauren, to your point, like when you're listing off some of the ingredients, it's crazy how many things we can't even really like pronounce. I definitely can't in the foods that we're consuming. So especially with our little ones, I know we've briefly talked about this on the podcast, but I am um, somewhat still a new aunt. My nephew just turned one last month. So I am so excited to learn all about the great and healthy things that we can give to our little ones um, because they're our future generation, guys. We need to give them all the love and, and encouragement and nutrients that we can. <laughs> So true. And I love that you said that like you had to think about the idea for a bit and then you're just like presented to your husband and he's like so on board. Yes. I think that's love so, that support. so fun for a startup business. And like you're like from what I can tell, like you're doing it so well as far as like marketing execution. And like you say, it's a gap in the um, products that you didn't see. Um, so just to take advantage of that and roll with it is amazing. And so how long now have you been, um, how long has your business been growing? It's about two years, a little over two years now. Okay. Um, for the first year though, honestly, we weren't making sales cause I was just developing everything. Fair. So, Fair. Uh, <laughs> I, and honestly, it didn't take me very long to develop anything. Cause again, what I do during the day, it doesn't take me long to kind of put the pieces together. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then now I have to source all the ingredients and I have to, um, you know, it's expensive when you start purchasing all of these ingredients upfront, not even knowing if there's a market out there. Right. Um, mm -hmm. so I was truly looking inward. I took a couple months, literally, I started sourcing everything. I put it all on paper. I did all the branding and I did all the pouch, like had all the mock-ups done and all of this. And then I sat back and I was like, oh my God. Okay. So, so I have to spend how much on two pallets? Um, <laughs> that's the minimum order. Okay. Um, let me think on that. Talk and so, you know, overwhelming. <laughs> um, and so I really, really did. I took like, I took time to think through it. Was it worth getting the heat treated flour versus just any flour that I could get from a distributor they had on hand? Um, you know, and that was like one of the hardest decisions I had to make was, so I'm talking like tens of thousands of dollars uh, out of <laughs> just for one ingredient, you know, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, and so I... <laughs> I internalized everything and then, and then talk it out. So it took me a while and my husband's like, what? Okay. Are we going to do this? We love that though. I think that's awesome. Cause to Caitlin's point, taking the time to really sit and think with it just goes to show how intentional you were in starting your business on the right foot. Um, and we've preached that on this show. I feel like many times Caitlin with just making sure that you, you think about what you want to do before you do it and before you set forth. And especially, Lauren, in your case, you make an investment in something. Um, you know, just really having that thoughtfulness is going to be key. <laughs> right. And I, I think with working in the supply chain like the two of us, it's you don't really realize it until you're in it. And so, like, even though you had the experience, like, you still have to put that extra thought behind it because you now become the marketer the distributor, the, like you just become everything in your 
home essentially. Like I think you do mm-hmm. it all out of your house. Is that correct? Oh, um, well, I have a manufacturer, so I do not do it out of my house. Sure. Dry goods can't be produced, you know, through like cottage laws, they call them. Okay. Uh, you have to like bake it at home um, because of that kill step. Uh, so I did not, I did not want to do it out of my house. Yeah. Um, I wanted an actual manufacturer. So I did, I had a co-packer a manufacturer for us, but it is my formula, my ingredients, my everything else. Right. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. And I, I have to ask, what is the, the receivement been of, you know, all these little kiddos that are enjoying their smash cakes? <laughs> can't even tell you how happy it makes me when I get tagged on Instagram um, and I see those cute little faces just like covered in cake, hands a mess, like parents happy, you know, like I think people get really nervous when you take sugar out of something that we're so used to having it in. Mm-hmm. Like it. And yeah, they will because we put fruit into it and they love fruit and you've introduced them to fruit before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like it's exciting and overwhelming. And I can tell you that, you know, the fruit being put into it makes it sweet. Um, it's just kind of a different flavor profile uh, than than adults are used to. But I absolutely just love seeing the pictures. Um, I get that sent them every single week. I like to like repost them and share them with everyone because I don't think that I should be the only one seeing them. It brings so much happiness. (laughs) I love it. Because it's such a special time for like the family of like, especially like I've heard one year olds are super into like having that smash cake there. And I'm sure it's used at other events and stuff for the little one. But like Mm -hmm. going from, I mean, you're a mom in your transition with your kids. Like what was something as you were introducing food for them? Like, was sugar just not part of your original list? Um, part of the original list introducing it to them? Yeah. Like, cause sometimes maybe the kid hasn't even had sugar. So like they wouldn't know any different. I yeah. Guess. Right. Yeah. They don't know any different. It's not on the list. Um, I, you know, when you start introducing foods to kids, you start really slow, you start really simple, you start with single ingredient foods. So that's going to be you know, your fruits, your veggies, your meat, your broth, your, you know, so simple. Um, Yogurt. Uh, And and that yogurt isn't flavored yogurt. It's plain whole milk yogurt. Um, So there really isn't sugar in anything that you're giving your baby before winter. At least you shouldn't be. (laughs) And I think it's awesome too, because as I'm sitting thinking, I feel like you're really transforming, you know, the future generations growing up just because, to your exact point, you're introducing a healthier alternative when they're young enough to, you know, not really be like, oh my gosh, this doesn't taste the same or, oh, this isn't what I'm used to. You're kind of changing the script and I'm so excited for you. That's amazing because I think it's great. And especially like I mentioned with my nephew, you can be so creative in what you introduce to these little kiddos. And if you want to be healthy with it, you absolutely can. Um, and being intentional with their diet. And I'm just eager to see like, as they grow up to become adults, I just want to follow anyone who's had a smash cake of yours, because I want to know, you know, do they, do they have different diets as they grow up? Because, oh, they've really enjoyed the taste of this healthier alternative to then just what we're giving them with, you know, a bunch of sugars in it. And like I said, names we can't really pronounce. (laughs) I can tell you, so my son is now, he's a little over three. 
And this kid, so, you know, he's kind of my experiment. He's my first. (laughs) (laughs) The guinea pig. (laughs) I'm so proud. And my parents are always so taken aback. Um, He likes to snack on frozen veggies and uh, black beans. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. Uh, he does like certain sweet things. Of course, he's had candy now, but um, we do limit that. Not intent, like not intentionally. I'm not trying to make him um, scared of sugar because it is around us, um, and he can make those choices as he's as he's growing. But a lot of the times, if he's hungry, he just goes and grabs something. So interesting for a kid. <laughs> Frozen peas. He loves it. Um, <laughs> That's just so funny because um, I mean, you know what? It's weird to us hearing peas as a snack because yeah. it's not anything I grew up with, um, but it's completely normal to him. He loves it. Um, and so as long as I'm not making funny faces or asking him why, or, or, you know, I let him kind of guide us with what he wants because right. I honestly think um, we're so in tune and we lose that intuition as we age. And I mean, it's so true. Even like, have you noticed in terms of like his behavior? I know for when I was doing like research papers and stuff, I was looking into the artificial coloring and like the link for like different, like ADHD, just being an example. But have you noticed maybe um, just his demeanor? Sure. Um, It is interesting. I can't say that he doesn't have ADHD. I've never had him tested. Uh, I can say that it does run in our family. And so it is something that we'll be looking into. And he is one, like I said, that's had not a limited diet, but like he, um, you know, he has a really nice full nourishing diet. And so I hope that if uh, it is, um, you know, linked to diet, I hope that we've turned that gene off. Because, you know, no one wants to live with, with ADHD. It's not easy. So um, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully he's, he's great. But he is, um, you know, he's really far ahead in language. Um, and he's always had amazing balance. And he's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, if, if we can link any of those to diet, like, I'll get a pat on the back there. <laughs> yeah, it's always hard to tell. Like, I mean... Kids are kids, so you never want to like be so like strict with it. I'm sure, but like that's awesome that you're just starting from a young age, implementing like those habits and stuff, because yeah. it's always easier to start than to try and start like when you're our age. So yeah, oh, I know. I I grew up with um, ice cream every single night. Oh yeah, and like and my dad would call it the different day of week. So it just it wasn't just a Sunday. It was a Monday. It was a Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> yep. And it, so it is very, very cute. <laughs> um, uh, but I don't think that we need ice cream every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I like too what you were saying, Lauren, about, you know, you don't want to shy away the little ones from what sugar is or what candy is or things like that. Because, you know, back on a previous episode when we were talking about nutrition and whatnot, um, everything in moderation, right? You know, and they can grow up to make their own decisions. And I also love too that you guys let him guide you to what he's interested in. Because I think so often, I mean, even growing up, you guys might have been this way as well. But like, yep, you know, mom or dad makes dinner and that's what you eat and that's all it is. You know, kitchen's closed after a certain time. And of course, there's snacks every now and again. But 
I think it's so cool that he can just wander in and be like, hmm, what am I feeling right now? <laughs> and maybe you can help guide him as he's there, but it's not so much like a, a black and white choice. There's a lot of in between that he has creativity with. Absolutely. Yeah, we, um, I, a lot of our friends, kids and friends um, actually like end up putting like a lock on their refrigerator door when the kids are younger because they do, they just keep opening it and opening it and opening yeah. it. Yeah. And I, you know, it's always my thought that you shouldn't ever restrict food, shouldn't ever restrict access to food. Mm -hmm. And you know, maybe it would be easier to attempt to explain to them, even if they don't have the language yet, they can understand, um, you know, right now is not the time to eat or, you know, how about this? Or, you know, just kind of guide them another way. Instead mm -hmm. of really saying no and restricting, I don't find that helps anyone. I know it doesn't help me. Yeah. Right. Same. And so I kind of try to, you know, treat my son as like a little, little human, a little man. Yeah. Uh, you know, my husband, Ooh, I wouldn't do that to him. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, that would be so sad. <laughs> and I even see it too with my nephew, you know, um, my sister took him to a recent doctor's appointment and his pediatrician was like, yeah, you know, as we start developing with language and all this stuff, um, we're steering away from the word no and really explaining why he shouldn't be doing something or maybe shouldn't choose to be doing something. And I think it's a great point of opening up a conversation. You know, sometimes it, nutritional insecurities, whether it's an adult or even kiddos especially, um, can come from things that you don't want to talk about. And if you start at an early age with your little ones, like, hey, let's talk about why it's maybe not the best to try and eat a full bowl of pasta at nine o'clock at night, 30 minutes before you're going to be fast asleep, you know, something along those lines as an example. But no, I think opening that door of conversation is just a great habit to start. The sooner, the better. <laughs> right. Right. And mm -hmm. He's really funny. You know, he'll I've never seen a kid put down ice cream, but he'll have right. a couple bites. No, he'll literally have a couple bites and say, Mom, you gave me too much and hand it back to me. Oh. <laughs> yep. What? It's probably because his mouth is like, this is so much sugar. This is so much like he's getting overwhelmed. <laughs> I finish mine and then eat his. Um. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious to know too, Lauren, for anyone, you know, who's listening, I know Caitlin, we usually ask this, but would you mind just spelling out the name of your company? Because it is such a unique way of spelling. And I want to make sure that our listeners are able to find you online. So can you just go ahead and shout out like where they can find you and, and see all of your amazing work? Yeah, absolutely. So ubismix.com is our website. It's O-O-B-Y-S-M-I-X.com. You can also find us on Instagram at ubismix, O-O-B-Y-S-M-I-X. <laughs> Um, so, and then we have our, we're known for the original smash cake mix, um, and then Ubi's frosting. And I am just now releasing pre-sale for Ubi's pancake mix. Ooh. Oh my gosh. It's like you get breakfast time and then dessert that you both parts of the day. I love that. <laughs> yes, yes. We're coming out with more, but, um, yeah, I decided pancake. That's like, amazing. I so good. So good. And we'll <laughs> make sure as always guys to tag and, and, List in the descriptions. Caitlin is on it per usual. 
Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So also Lauren, did you want to um, plug your blog as well? Um, and maybe just touch on a little bit of what you're looking to accomplish there. Yeah, sure. So I have a blog that's actually linked to ubismix.com. So you'd go to ubismix.com slash blog, or just go to ubismix.com. And it's the Ubi's mama blog. And um, what I'm trying to do there is really um, open up the, the door to some conversations and um, give a lot of tools for parents. So we've talked a lot about how, you know, we're avoiding sugar, we're avoiding sugar, honestly, till the age of two. So how do you do that? What does that look like? And, and so I want to want to give parents tools for that. So my post coming out tomorrow uh, is a really good example of that. I give five um, themed Easter baskets that have nothing to do with candy. Oh, so I love that. Jam-packed with links to products that, you know, your kids are going to love. They're natural, um, organic and possible, um, just super fun items that, you know, you can use and your kids are going to be just as excited to use than, you know, to eat candy. And then they're actually practical items. So um, there's like a, a beach day basket, a, um, you know, the craft lover's basket, the, um, trying to think of the other ones, the foodie basket. There's a bunch of different things on there of things you can fill your basket with that have nothing to do with candy, sugar, everything like that. Um, so I love a good alternative and perfect timing. (laughs) You know, and then tips and tricks and all of the above for moms. Um, it's not just linked to to Ubi's mix. I just want to it to be a go-to place for parents to find some some good information. That's awesome. Well, I love that. Um, and before we wrap up with our two last questions that we ask every interviewee, um, <laughs> just thank you, Lauren, for taking the time to um, expose more people to your business. I know I'm excited to one day in the future use this for my kids. That's for oh, sure. Oh my gosh, same. I know. And too, to that point, Caitlin, I want to hear like from our listeners, you know, Lauren, you had said, we're trying to avoid sugars before age two. Like for an example like that, guys, what are you doing? I want to hear from folks and see, um, you know, what their tactics are too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so we end every episode with what are you the most intentional with? And what is something that is hard for you to be intentional with? And it does not have to be related to nutrition. It can be anything in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's so hard. Okay. What am I <laughs> super intentional with? Um, I'm, I'm really intentional with honestly what I give my kids. That is what opened my eyes to being intentional really meant because I had control of them and that bears so much weight. You don't want to mess up. There's no guide to it. So you really do have to sit down and think about it. Um, and what am I most unintentional about? (laughs) This one's really hard. You know, I try to plan things really well, but I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty much a, like a, like I said before, chaos, like maker. <laughs> I try, I try to be really, I try to be really intentional about being organized, but I am like not. <laughs> you know, and that's okay. You kind of have a lot going on, Lauren. So I think it's a little bit understandable. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better one for you guys. 
<laughs> you know what's like another really bad one and and this is like uh possibly a personality flaw is <laughs> i will i'm so unintentional but i do this every time if someone brings up nutrition or eating or something going on i literally have to talk about it um <laughs> and so I'm giving advice about nutrition yeah <laughs> not even withhold it well i love it i mean that I just goes so you're passionate Exactly. When passion like spills out like that. I mean, I find myself guilty of that on topics too. So that's it's difficult. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Lauren. We definitely enjoyed getting to catch up again and hear about all the goings on in the Ubi's mix world. Um, Yes. Guys, go check it out. (laughs) Go give Lauren Um, a follow. Let us know in the comments below. Um, maybe like what your favorite flavor is or what you're most excited about <laughs> with Ubi's. I love that. Love it. Let's check out the pancake pre-sale. Yes. yes. It's like all of our listeners are getting kind of an exclusive. Like, guys, be on the lookout because who doesn't love delicious pancakes in the morning? And if they're healthier for your little ones, duh. <laughs> love it. Pancakes and Easter. So stay yes. tuned, guys. Ah, yes. <laughs> until then, we will. See you next time. Thanks for joining us. If you're not already, please subscribe to the intentional podcast. So you never miss an episode. You can connect with us over on Instagram at the underscore intentional podcast, or by sending us an email to the intentional podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to leave a review and join us right back here next week for our next intention.